the Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Nick Monagle here with you on this, I guess, post-Halloween. You know, it's funny. When you do these shows at this time, like, I just had Halloween, so it feels like Halloween for me today. Yesterday morning was technically Halloween, but it was the morning of. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. It didn't feel like Halloween yet. It feels more like Halloween today, even though it's technically November 1st. I've done enough of these, working this shift for a long time, where whatever day it is, it doesn't start to even feel like you get the shift with the callers and the audience right. until like 2, 3 a.m. Right. Because this is, we're still dealing with the late night crowd, mostly people who were awake last night. Right. And it's still the end of Halloween night for them. Yes, it's November right. 1st. Right. But they're still It still on feels Halloween like night. Halloween. Yeah. So, um, because I, I was trick or treating out today and I did see the best costume. I think I've seen it other places, but for whatever reason, this, this couple did it great. And, you know, I'm walking around my neighborhood, and not many adults were dressed up. But there was, like, a group of adults walking around with their kids that were. And I think it was one guy from the neighborhood and then a couple of his friends and whatever. And one of the friends was the older couple, not older, but, like, a couple, like, you know, the parents of the young kids, like me, walking around dressed as Marv and Harry. The wife was Marv. Right, which one's which one's Joe Pesci? I got Is he Harry or Marv? He's Harry, Harry, right. So she was Harry, and she had, like, the the winter hat with the, the top of it burned out, the feathers, t- you know, stuck to it in the jacket. He had, like, the red imprint of the iron on his face. It was great. And then their son was Kevin, and he had the exact same, you know, brown with the red uh, lining of it of the of the cap with it looked just like him and he had like a a toy rifle around his back it was perfect it was the best costume by far even better than in uh, it was because the parents got involved so it was even better than my kids as Macho Man and Hulk Hogan although they were excellent it was really good what do we got breaking news seriously oh yeah and this will this will affect the Giants and the Jets very very soon okay. You want to take a guess? This will I impact the Giants in a few days. Uh, uh, Jets so it's the week after. Yeah, Dev- uh, Adams traded. No, deadline's oh, did- gone. I, I'm, I, I'm an idiot. Released? What, what, what do you do? They Josh fired McDaniels they and fired- Dave Ziegler have been fired. Oh my god! So Devontae Adams is a Jet next year, right? <laughs> you would think. Wow. Why in the middle of the two nights in a row breaking news on the show? Well, it's, I guess it's 10 o'clock out there. It's that's, still that's late. That's fair. Yeah, it's still late. And it's also Tuesday night. Like, they went through all the stuff Monday after the game, Tuesday, and they waited until today. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Josh McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler. We can uh, thank the great Tommy Keenan for that. If you've ever heard Joe Beningo references his pal, the great Tommy Keenan, he texted yeah. me giving me the news. Yeah, Adam Schefter just has it out there, too. Ray, um, 
According to Adam Schefter, Raiders owner Mark Davis began informing select members of the organization late in the day Tuesday that he was firing Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. And now it has become the first now he has become the first NFL owner this season. Uh he, now and now he has he has this is just bad from Schefter. It's early in the morning. And now he has became the first NFL owner this season for fire the head coach and GM. I'm pretty cool. sure I'd bet before the season McDaniel's first coach fired. I got to go check on that. And I know I'd bet them to be the worst team in the league. So Did you really? Maybe uh, maybe they can really go into a tailspin. Well, that's going to that's gonna impact the Giant game. Let's um, Can they let's get Rick Pisaccia lo- back for the see. Giants in the Jets game? <laughs> Guy only went to the playoffs with a team that was in turmoil. I know, it's true. Let me see if I can get to check what the, the line is now, if they're going to drop. Listen, he's a terrible head coach. He's just a terrible head coach. He was a terrible head coach his first run around. He's been a terrible head coach this time around. Uh, I, I think, you know, the decision to move on from Carr and bring in Jimmy G was just, I mean, I don't think Carr is very good, but he's Jimmy G sucks. Giants plus two and a half. You jump on it right now? Yeah, I think you have to. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's the first place I went. Giants plus two and a half. That number is well, definitely I mean, going to move. It, this was it's already going to be a bad loss for the Giants if they lost yeah. it and a horrendous loss yeah. for the Jets now. Yeah. I mean, this would be inexcusable. And I know yeah. you got to go to Vegas, but come yeah. on. No, I know. I know. You got to jump on it. The line's definitely going to move. There's no doubt. I might just F the points. I'll just take a money line. Money line plus 120. Yeah, That's I'm what doing, I'm doing. I'm doing it. All right. I got mine in. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Live betting, ladies and gentlemen. 877-337-6666. You had to do it. I love being on top of this at 1 o'clock in the morning. Josh McDaniels, like if uh, you're making a list of the worst head coaches yeah. in the NFL, I mean, the NFL yeah. history, he's up there. Two he's jobs up, where he's yeah. been an absolute disaster. Yeah. No, it's Spurned true. a third team, taking the job. Like yeah. He is nothing when Bill Belichick's not holding his hand. No, it's true. You know, it's funny. It's he he takes the 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 Colt job and then backs out of it, and you thought like so obviously he starts with Denver just does a hideous job there, then he's back with Belichick, wins more Super Bowls and let's be honest you know I, is he a world beater as far as um, offensive coordinator I don't think he's the greatest who ever did it but he's a, a quality I mean he's had he had Tom Brady all those years but he's a quality NFL assistant he's a good offensive coordinator. And then he takes the Colt job and backs out, and you thought that he was made promises. Like, that was the early thought that, hey, when Bill Belichick decides to retire, and you figured that would be somewhat soon, and obviously it hasn't been, that he would take over as the next coach of the of the Patriots, and that Bill Belichick would give him all the, the secrets and keys to the castle and all that stuff. And then he takes the job with the Raiders. Now... And the only thing now that I think, like, why would you take a job for the Raiders and then not, like, like within a year feel you have to get rid of Carr? Like, wouldn't you think that would be part of the reason you wanted to take the job? Now, I know that from afar is one thing, then you get in there and work with them. And I agree, I don't think much of Carr. But this is just a terrible head coach. This is just a terrible head coach. He definitely goes down, without question, as one of the handful of biggest failures of head coaches in NFL history. And not that he was dealing with, like, the greatest talent ever, but, again, like, these are players that other guys have won with. This isn't a guy no. who took over that Cardinals team a couple years ago. Yeah, and you have no players on it. Like, no. and you're gonna one in fifteen. No, 
Absolutely. Carr and Adams is enough to at least have a good Again, Bisaccia went to the playoffs the year before with Carr and no Devontae Adams. He figured out a way. Yep. No, it's true. And, you know, again, Davis, I don't know. I don't know why now, why in the middle of the season. I don't know if it helps you at all. I don't think this team is in any kind of position where they could be galvanized and make a run. I, I think it's over. So I would, I'm would. i surprised they're doing it now. You get a head start, I suppose. But And you waited for the trade deadline to end before you fired right, the GM. Right, so now you don't get anything for Devontae Adams until Correct. this offseason. Right. You think, Dev- like, you think he's involved in this? He had a conversation with Mark Davis? I think maybe. I mean, it's hard not to. I mean, it's easier. Like, he's considering his contract. Uh, it's probably easier to get rid of the, if he has a problem with the coach and the quarterback. If you believe in Devontae Adams and you've paid him, like, and he knows winning football. Although, I mean, Jimmy G has been to a Super Bowl. It's like he doesn't know winning football, amazingly enough. But, and the coach, forget about it. How many rings does he have? <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's considering his. Contract, it's probably easier to get rid of the coach and the quarterback than it is to get rid of Devontae Adams. At least, and get something of value for it. Amazing. Meanwhile, you know who their defensive coordinator is, and I guess he has as good a chance as anybody to be the interim mm-hmm. on Sunday? Um, I do know. I can't think of it right now. Patrick Graham. Yeah, that's true. Former Giant Connection, yeah. Patrick Graham. Yeah, when he spurned Dable and went to the Raiders. That's right, I forgot about that. I guess he has a chance to be the interim, but I mean they're a mess now. That's it. They're, I mean they're just they're just an absolute mess of a franchise. They've been that way for how long now? I mean forever. The Raiders have been as bad as it gets for forever. They also have Chris Ash, the former Rutgers coach on staff. <laughs> this could get fun. Oh my god! Hey, Giants season Rob turned Ryan. around. That's right. Rob Ryan's on the staff. Antonio Pierce is on the staff. He actually seems like somebody who would be a decent coach. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's amazing. I wonder if they're, I mean, I just don't understand. I, I never, I'm not a big fan of proponent of firing coaches. Mid, this is literally mid-season. Like, I don't, they still have an entire half a year to play. This is on Tuesday night going into Wednesday with a game on Sunday. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Just this is bizarre timing. This is just bizarre timing. It's it's almost like he just he he wanted to wait to get through the trade deadline, the fire to the GM, and he knew he was firing both at the same time. And it was just I don't even know if that makes any sense, but that's what it feels like on 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 November first. I know he had that open meeting where he let everyone voice their opinions. I, I don't I don't know. They're just such a disaster. Eight seven seven three three seven six. Makes you feel better about that direction of this Giants franchise, though, it right? It does. It makes me feel better. It should make Jet fans feel better. Giant fans feel better. At least you're not coached by that bum, owned by Davis, and you know, taking a once proud franchise into just absolute dysfunction. Although, listen, let's be fair. We weren't that far away with Joe Judge. Jarvis in Harlem. What's up, Jarvis? Oh, uh, what's not? Yeah, put it. Put him back on. I dumped it. That's my fault, Jarvis. Yeah. I thought I'd turn the mic off. That's <laughs> no, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what, that's what it reminds me of. You know, um, um, you know, Tabo got fired back in 2018. He should have fired Mike McCather and Christopher 
Christopher Shaw, uh, Christopher Josh, and if I both of them, you know, after the draft, after they do the NFL draft, you know, and then decide to fly Mike McCann at the same time. I mean, I just don't get that. But I want to talk about the New York Jets. Everybody talk about Zach Wilson and, you know, talk about the Sunday game against the Giants and, you know, everybody's feeling, you know, all the Jets are feeling good about this because they're four and three. They think they have, oh, they think they're going to win the AFC East as like the, the division's wide open. I don't think they're the favorites. I just still think the Dolphins are the team to beat in that division. You know, you, you still got to play the Dolphins twice. You still got to play Buffalo. I know you beat them in week one, but you're not going to win in, in, in Buffalo. I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, know, I, don't, I, 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 really, I really don't. I don't think many people think that the, the Jets are going to win the division. I, 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 consider, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, but I don't think there are many people who think that. I, I think they have a, I, I suppose they have an open chance. They're open for it. And I think this is a tough week. Uh, I think I think Miami's probably going to lose again this weekend. Uh, I to in in um, yeah. Germany against the Chiefs. I think that's a tough spot for them. I think the Chiefs are going to win that football game. Uh, and the Bills are so you know damaged defensively and so injured that I mean people think some people might think they they have a chance, Jarvis. But I I, I still think with the dynamic offense the Dolphins bring and just the the pedigree of what the Bills are and Josh Allen's led Bills. Uh, are I don't expect I don't expect the Jets to win this division. I expect them hopefully to compete for a wild card spot. But I do think the Chiefs are going to win the football game in Frankfurt against the Dolphins. I think that's a tough spot for them. And the Bills are injured. I mean, their defense is, you know, is dealing with some injuries right now and they haven't looked the same. They almost lost to the Giants and Tyrod Taylor. They they were one play away from it. So, I'm not I'm not telling you I think that the Jets can win that division, but What do we got? Already. Yeah, just come on the air with it. Who do we got? So it is former linebacker, giant, Antonio Pierce. Really? From linebackers coach to interim head coach. That is bizarre. I do remember, though, like I said, yeah. Uh, he seems like he could be a good coach. I remember there being buzz about him a few years ago yeah. as like a hot coaching prospect that was going to rise through the ranks. Yeah. But, I mean, Patrick Graham is a defensive coordinator that has history in this league to just completely – how does he – I mean, how could you feel like you could keep your job as an, a defensive coordinator when one of the coaches on your staff are now supplanted you as the head coach of the team? Like, don't you think that's an inch, a weird dynamic? I wonder dynamic if it's going to be one of these. Listen, Turner runs the offense, Graham yeah. runs his defense, and Pierce is just kind of the, yeah. the CEO, game manager, leader type. And we wow. know he's a great leader. No, yeah, I mean, listen, he was he was huge for the Giants, no doubt about it. The Las Vegas Raiders have relieved Josh Daniels and David Ziegler of their duties as head coach and general manager. After much thought about it, uh, after much thought about what the Raiders need to to move forward. I have decided to part ways ways with Josh and Dave. I want to thank them both for their hard work and wish them and their families nothing but the best, said Las Vegas Raiders owner Dave, uh, Mark Davis. Brilliant. Brilliant. Wow. Antonio Pierce. McDaniel's got a six-year contract when he signed. He oh still has four God. and a half oh years left. I know. Amazing. Amazing. 
He's gonna. I probably, forgot that they get to give any coach a six-year go, contract to give yeah. that guy. Unbelievable. He's probably gonna go back to New England. I would think, wouldn't you? I mean, oh, listen, I, I hope the the I Patriots fans deserve with, McDaniel's being the heir apparent to yeah, Bill Belichick. I know. Please. I mean, he'll, he'll go work for O'Brien. I, amazing, Antonio Pierce. Yeah, look, Antonio Pierce was the heart. I, I I've always said this. It wasn't just. It wasn't only. The that Plaxico did what he did, but it had Antonio Pierce mixed in with it. Like he became in, in he became a part of that story as well, and that hurt the team uh, a lot as well because he was without question the heart of that defense, one of the leaders of that team. Um, and that that's one of the more disappointing seasons of my life as a Giant fan is two thousand and eight. Without question, there was never a better Giant team in my lifetime, not a better regular season team than the two thousand eight. New York Giants. But McDaniels out. Antonio Pierce is going to make his head coaching debut from linebacker coach to head coach against the Giants in La- in Las Vegas on Sunday. Against the team he won a Super Bowl with and was yep. a huge part of that run, obviously. Huge part. Huge part of that run. He had that big tackle against yeah, the Packers he had, he, on the screen pass. He, he had the big tackle against the I Packers. forget the running back's name. Yeah, he was part of the... Um, he was part of the big stand that helped them win the Washington game when the season was on the brink. They were 0-2, about to be 0-3. Um, yeah. No, I mean, Antonio Pierce was the guy. No question about it. He was one of the 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 main cogs of that defense. And now he's going to make his head coaching debut against the New York Giants. Amazing. And this is one fifteen in the morning. No, 10, 10 o'clock out there. I know, but still. It's one fifteen. No, in the that's morning. why it's so funny. It's still late out there. No, I understand. It, it's still a weird time to do it. I mean... It, it almost makes you think something re- went really wrong today in a fight, like an argument after the trade deadline. Yeah. Because if you were going to do this last night, if you're Mark Davis, yeah. you wake up and you do it this morning. Yeah. Wouldn't, I mean, I, I guess... I mean, Tuesday morning. Right. You wake up th- th- yeah, this morning coming up. Yeah. You go to bed Monday night. What? Oh wait, you're talking about before right, like the he trade did, deadline? The team arrives back from Detroit, and you yeah. do it Tuesday morning, yeah, with only six days anyway to get ready for a game. Right. I mean, it wasn't something had to go down today. I don't know. With 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 Davis, he's such a a, a different kind of guy. Um, you would think, and it wasn't an embarrassing loss. I watched that game against the Lions because um, I picked them. They were one of my picks of the week, which I nailed. Uh, but I. I thought the offense was going to go crazy. I, I had a little parlay on some of the different uh, golf over on passing yards and touchdowns. So I was watching the game, and they could do. They did whatever they wanted to the to the Raiders. Did whatever they wanted. They just went out and decided they wanted to run the football. And then in the in the red zone, they did whatever they wanted. The and the and Jimmy G missed Adams so badly on two separate throws. Just I mean, by twenty thirty yards, threw one out of bounds. Had him. Dead to had four steps behind the defense, and he throws the ball out of bounds. I know he's being pressured, but I mean he's awful, and you could tell Adams is just at his wits' end, and they're miserable and they're losing. So I get it, but interesting timing. And you're right, something might have happened today with the deadline. I don't know if they just couldn't agree on not moving. I mean, you you would think Adams is at the the heart of it because he's been making noise and and talking about how miserable he is and his comments after the game about. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to, uh, you know, have the media twist my words and start a story. So, I mean, it's just been pure dysfunction. 
earlier in the week, uh, McDaniels has an open forum meeting where players are allowed to openly discuss their their unhappinesses or whatever is going on. Just a weird situation with the Raiders. But hey, literally, new we, the both our teams play them the next two weeks. Now again, I don't think much of this giant season. I've gone on saying about so I can't be too excited at the prospect of an easy win against the Raiders. And by the way, nothing's easy. And I'm and I probably just doomed them putting a little money on it. I'll be totally honest with you. And the not, NFL decided on Tuesday not going to flex out Jets Raiders. You know, who who needs That's Niners Jaguars? Right. That's right. They didn't flex out the Raiders. But at least now it's an interesting story. Right? At least now, I mean, I understand. It's I mean Maybe least, if it was the first game. Second game after, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But still, it's Antonio Pierce, head coach, what a disaster they are. It's it's such a uh now it depends on what kind of football they bring. Obviously it's a story up until the first snap, and then it's just how good's the football and the football is gonna be brutal. But I mean the national attention to that team now that, you know, and if they beat the Giants, then they're a story, right? If they, Even though the Giants are lousy, if they figure out a way to beat the Giants, now it's like he's won his first game. Maybe Adams gets a touchdown. I don't know. Oh, I As mean, a Giants fan now, do you want them to win this game even more? Because it'll be annoying if that happens against your team. Like, as a Jets fan, I would want them to win even more. I guess I don't know if I can want them to win anymore. I want them to win. I want them to play well. It'll be more embarrassing. I'll give you that. So, yes, ultimately, uh, it'll be pretty embarrassing if that team that's in absolute dysfunction and has Antonio Pierce making his first career head coaching uh, game and just everything's falling apart around them. They got a new coach midweek. If they lose that game, yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. We should also always remember Josh McDaniels for being the coach that lost to Jeff Saturday in Saturday's first game, having anything to do with coaching. That's right. <laughs> That's right. No, he's he's brutally bad. Unbelievable. I don't even think... Did the Colts win another game after that? No, he lost every single game. Right, so that yeah. was just the one. That was just the one. That was just the one. And then they low, And then they also... Didn't the Colts blow like a crazy lead to the Vikings, the Vikings on the Saturday? Yeah, game. they were they, on one of Jeff Saturday games. They were up right, like right. thirty to nothing. And so Josh McDaniels was the only guy to lose to him, and he did it in his first game. <laughs> and then even moving forward from that, the Colts would spot teams thirty uh, teams. The Colts would be spotted thirty points and still lose. Oh my god! And that game was in Vegas too, by the way. The one that they the one they lost to they the Colts. Lost to the Colts, yeah. That makes me nervous. Now it makes me nervous the Giants are going to lose this football game. Matt in Rhode Island. What's up, Matt? Hey, Chris. What's going on? I mean, listen, I know the – just hear me out. Just hear me out. I know the Giants season spiraling. I mean, but, like, now we have this, the Raiders sign Josh Spanos. Listen, Jones is coming back. Your team's getting a little healthier. I mean, Jones is Saquon. Your defense is playing really good. Eight turns the last four games. I mean, look at the schedule. Vegas, Dallas, like – yeah, I know. Yeah, Dallas. 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 I know, but like maybe they'll win against Eagles and catch them off guard. I'm not saying they're going to win. No, them. And they're not going to beat Then you got either. Washington and New England. I mean, four games before the bye. Let's say you go three or four, five and seven. You got the Packers coming out of the bye and then the Saints. I mean, I'm not trying to say they're going to make the playoffs going to run, but like yeah. you, you never know what could happen in NFL. I mean, I, I understand that. Here, here's my point, though. Do you really have they played well enough? Because I, I was talking about this before. I don't know if you heard me, Matt. Because I went through the Giants' schedule and I looked at it and I said, okay, 
at the Raiders, that's a game they can win. Certainly now you would think yeah, yeah, that's totally. a game they, they could win. Be able to win that right? Game. Dallas, I don't think they can win in Dallas, but, but let's say that hopefully Dallas will win this week and get to catch them. I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm, I'm just saying, saying I don't think they can win that game. I think Dallas is better. Oh. I don't think the Cowboys yeah, ever overlook the Giants. I think they relish in the idea of beating the Giants. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So, so but the Commanders, the Patriots, the Packers, the Saints, the Rams, those are all winnable games. The Giants can win Every one of those games, when you look at them just on the surface, can they beat the Pats? Can they beat the Packers? Can they beat the Saints? Then, Although that's in New Orleans, which has been a house of horror for the Giants, but can they win that game? Can they beat the Rams? Healthy, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, but have they played well enough in, you really have- in any stretch over the last, even last year, like maybe a little bit last year, but have they played well enough in any stretch over the last six years that makes you think they can win all of those games? Because that's what it takes. You have to win I, all I know of what you're them. I mean, like, but like, like, it's one I mean, thing to just look at a game and go, sure, they can win that one. Sure, they can win that one. But now you're talking about winning, right? So if they lose after this Cowboy game, come at the at Washington, home against the Patriots, home against the Packers, at the Saints before they play the Eagles. So that's one, two, three, four games that both me and you would absolutely agree all four of them are winnable games. Do you think oh, yeah. the Giants can win four games in a row? I'm um, no, I'm not trying to Well, that's that, what I'm, I'm saying. Like, they're going to lose. Just, they're winnable games. They're I mean, going like, to lose one of those. They can't. I just don't see them playing well enough to win all of those games. Like, they haven't yeah, shown like, me anything that tells me they can win four games in a row. I mean, don't you think the defense, that's fair, but don't you think the defense has shown you something? I yes. Mean, like, oh, no, absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, I don't take much in, in what they did against the uh, the Jets in that weather with that quarterback. And with that team, I mean, so the, no. But the two weeks, and and, and I don't think, something. and I don't think much of Washington. But the Bills game, yes. And then when you just talk about three consecutive games of playing really well, sure. I, I don't think that the the that that's a complete fluke, and that the Giants are incapable of playing good defense, and that that was a mirage. No, I think this Giants team, uh, obviously up front now, it's lost Leonard Williams, so that's a little bit of a hit. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Um, they have there. Dexter Lawrence, who's as good as any defensive tackle in the league, right up there with the best of them. Uh, I yep, think these young Avon. corners, especially Banks, have really rounded into shape and been very, very good. I think the linebacking team of, of uh, um, Micah McFadden and uh, Bobby O'Karake have been excellent over the last few weeks. So, yeah, I mean, I do think this defense is showing promise. Flott, uh in the slot corner position has really stepped up and been really well and played really well this year. So, yeah, I mean, I believe in the defense. I believe in Wink Martindale. But ultimately, they, two out of those three impressive games have been against lousy offensive teams. And ultimately, I just I don't see enough out of every I don't see enough out of that defense to make me think they alone can win four games in a row. I don't care who the four games are against. I just don't. I don't think they can win four games in a row. But yeah, if you look at it, can they beat Washington? Yes. Can they beat the Patriots? Yes. Can they beat the Packers? Can they beat the Saints? Yes, yes, yes. Will they win all of them? Will they beat the Raiders? Will they beat the Commanders, the Patriots, the Packers, the Saints, the Rams, because they have to win every one of those games and then figure out a way to either beat the Cowboys or the Eagles, which I don't think is possible. 877-337-6666. So if you're just turning in, a little bit of breaking news on an overnight show. We don't get that that often, except two nights in a row, apparently. Um, uh, McDaniels out as the head coach of the Raiders. Antonio Pierce. Now in, linebacking coach in, Josh McDaniels and his six-year contract out 
in Las Vegas in steps former Giant linebacker great Antonio Pierce to take on the Giants on Sunday. Amazing news. The Raiders are an absolute disaster. Worse than us. Hey, somebody's worse than us. Unbelievable. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, let's go. 135. McMonagall here with you. 877-337-6666. Josh McDaniels out. With Las Vegas, as well as David Ziegler, the GM, a new regime will be stepping into the Las Vegas Raiders just in time to play the Giants. Head coach Antonio Pierce, who is a linebacker coach, is now stepping up. We all remember Antonio Pierce, middle linebacker for the New York Giants during their Super Bowl runs, or Super Bowl run, excuse me, and only in 07. I don't think he's with the 11 team. But, you know, one of the captains of the team, leaders of the team, has been working under Patrick Graham out there uh, in the defense for uh, Las Vegas. He'll step in to head coach the team for his first ever head coaching job against his former team and a team he won a Super Bowl with in 2007. Obviously, the Super Bowl was in 2008. We know him well, and we'll see him on the sidelines in Vegas this Sunday. And then the Jets follow suit, amazingly, just in time for both New York teams. 877-337-6666. The other football stories, the Giants and Jets both do nothing. At the deadline, Carl Lawson not traded, Dalvin Cook not traded, uh, Saquon Barkley not traded. You know how I feel about that. I just don't understand it. Apparently, the reports are they wouldn't even entertain it, not taking phone calls. I don't understand it to save my life. I don't. I just, I'll never understand it, but we're past that. Saquon Barkley is now going to be with the team for the rest of the year, and hopefully, I mean, now it makes no sense not to franchise tag him uh, next year, so he'll be with the Giants for the next year and a half and see if they can actually build a winner. But the process, I suppose, starts now and see if they can actually get some uh, a little bit of uh, winning feeling going on with this team now that the, the quarterback is back. Daniel Jones is cleared for contact. He'll be playing in this game against the Raiders, who are falling apart. Head coach and GM now fired. First-time head coach taking over the reins, and hopefully this giant team can actually win some football games. We heard from Aaron Rodgers who was on Pat McAfee talking about that he's walking completely normal. He's even able to put some weight on it, take a couple dropbacks. Uh, he's still not jogging, and he's still a ways away, but feeling good, and it's just you know the speculation's running wild about when he could be back and if the Jets can just figure out a way with Zach Wilson to stay in the hunt, which was without question where they are now at 4-3. and three. Just make him where you're in a position where if Aaron Rodgers does come back, he could step in and, and hopefully take the team the rest of the way. Just stay close enough where you're actually a playoff contending team come the end of December. Um, and right now, they hopefully will get a, uh, an easy win against the Raiders in two weeks, that's for sure. Uh, 877-337-6666. The, the GM, uh, Joe Douglas, almost put his foot in his mouth at the press conference saying, we expect our, we expect Rodgers back, but he just meant with the team. Uh, I think everyone expected him back with the team, Joe. 
877-337-6666. Jeremy in Cranford's been waiting on hold. Thank you for waiting, Jeremy. What's up, bud? Hey, what's up, Chris? How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, good morning at this point. Good so morning. So I got to tell you, originally when I was calling a while ago, I, I was actually expecting to talk to uh, Keith, much like the caller, you know, maybe like an hour ago. I'm talking a little bit more yeah, clearly no, well, than that guy. Yeah, at, least, at least about once or twice a week, he goes to midnight, I take over. Most of the time, he is on till two. But yeah, I hope so I'll suffice, just... Jeremy. Uh-huh. Sounds uh, promising. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear. I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. I said, hopefully, I will suffice. I hope I will be. Oh no, no, I'm I'm, I'm glad to talk to you. I'm, I'm a first time caller to you, Chris. I've been listening a long time. So basically, originally, I was going to say, you know, times passing by. 2009. You know, it's a long way away. I just turned 30 this year. When I was a young kid, the championships seemed to roll on in. They sure did, didn't they? It was a great yeah, they, time. The, the worst part was I, I couldn't appreciate it. And yeah. I, watch the, I watch the old games now. And a part of me growing up a Yankee fan, you know, it's maybe not my fault. I grew up in the time. I just expected it to keep going. Of course. And I don't, I don't know what they're doing with Cole and Judge. They're squandering. Yeah. Squandering. They're... Last year, they had phenomenal years. They really, really earned their money. And well, certainly Cole only... Judge, Judge was fine when he played. He was very good. But he just, you know, he missed so much time. Correct. Yeah. I mean, boring the incident at the Dodger Stadium with his toe, which I did uh, see. I, think... I did see someone on Twitter dressed up for Halloween as Judge, and then she was Judge, and her husband was walking around as a piece of the Dodger Stadium wall, which was ridiculous. But I, I'm sorry. I, go ahead. I did no. I, I did see that. It, it looked good. I actually also saw another costume. It was a father dressed up as Judge, mm -hmm. and his son was Jose Altuve. It was phenomenal. <laughs> the, the 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 son came up to the guy's waist. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So so yeah, man. It's just it's just really disappointing. I I don't I can't put my finger on it. I don't know when the Yankees stopped being the Yankees when they said, you know what. Bryce Harper's out there. He's one of the best players. We're going to go get him. We don't care who's trying to get him. We don't care who's paying more money. We're going to make the better offer. Mm -hmm. And the, the sweetness of coming to New York maybe will we'll grease the wheels a little bit, if you will. I don't know where we, when we lost it. Other teams, the, the Mets are doing it now. They didn't get they didn't get. Yeah, but it doesn't guarantee you winning. Wanted. It doesn't guarantee you winning. The Mets, the, as you just said, the Mets had a worse season than the Yankees did. No, true. But, but you know, that's. If you zoom out a little bit, it is a little odd that I feel like the sheen of New York is a little gone. And also, the money really just doesn't buy you championships the way it used to. And it begs the question, do you think maybe the coaching staff and, and like the beard policy and the no uh advertisements on the jerseys, I know they did away with that this year, but yeah. do, you think, do you think all those stringent rules the clubhouses around the MLB. I mean, like uh, you're working at WFAN. Do you, do you turn to your partner and say, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to play for this clubhouse. They got all these rules. I want to go to Texas where it's more free." You know, like you know, guy to guy locker room talk when they're they're talking about. The yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I uh, don't. And thank you for the call, Jeremy. I don't think that the facial hair policy is a big deal. I think it's is it antiquated? Maybe a little bit. Uh, is it something that's really keeping them from getting guys? No, I don't think that's. 
If they're willing to pay for guys, they go out and get guys. When they want guys, they still get guys. When they, the, That's the one thing about the Yankees. Did they pass on Harper because they didn't deem it necessary and didn't want to go over payroll to that level? Yes, mistake. Uh, did they pass on Machado? Did they pass on Seager, who's going to win uh, another World Series MVP, it seems like? Yeah, that was a mistake. Um, you know, but when they still, when they want a guy, they go get him. When they want to go get Cole, even if the talk is, hey, he's a West Coast kid, he wants to stay on the West Coast, doesn't matter, they go get him. Same thing with CeCe Sabathia. Same thing with Aaron Judge, right? They went out and made sure they got Aaron Judge. They want him, they get him. They're still the Yankees in that aspect. The problem is they don't want enough guys. And they don't, they don't have that attitude with enough players and the right players. They've made mistakes with the money. Now we'll see. We're waiting to hear from uh, Hal at some point about what's going on with the team and have some sort of season ending, have Cashman answer questions, have Hal answer questions about if this audit is happening and when it's happening and exactly what it is because there's been mixed reports about it, you know when it's happening, mixed reports about what exactly it is. Love to answer some of those questions, some of the more, you know, actual things he plans on changing instead of just, you know, at some weird conference last month talking about things will change. You got Judge talking about how there's going to be changes inside the organization. We got to hear some of this stuff that they're talking about and what they've recognized that they're failing at and ways they and certain specific ways they want to get better and what they're looking to do and who they're hiring to do it. All we know is they're going to need a new hitting coach. Uh, we're assuming the GM and the, the manager are back and that they're going to somehow, some way, shape, or form get a look at either other teams' analytics or whatever the case may be. Like We don't know anything right now, so we need to hear from the Yankees. But they need to have a big offseason. There's no doubt about it. Yamamoto's out there um, to go spend a lot of money on. Um, uh, uh, Bellinger is out there to go spend some money on. And Juan Soto could be quite possibly available for trade. Those are the things they need to do to add to this team. They need to make this team better now. I still think they're capable of it. I don't think Brian Cashman is lost. I don't think the game has passed them by. I think he's made some mistakes. They need to get more left-handed. They need to get better players in here. Bottom line, they need better players. Because I, I, as, I, I still don't think they're that far away. As bad as that team was, they won 82 games and were two games less than a team that is playing in the World Series right now. Things need to change. They need to do things differently. And they need to go out and spend money and have a big offseason because the fan base is demanding it. And hopefully Hal is smart enough to recognize it. Alex and Lyndon, what's up, Alex? Hey, Chris, how you doing? I originally wasn't going to wait on hold, but once that Antonio Pierce news broke, man, like we have so much love for that guy, no? Oh, my God. Yeah, of course. I love Antonio Pierce. Like I said, part of the – like 2008 is the most painful uh, year for me. With the Giants, because I thought that that was the best they've ever been in my lifetime. That 2008 team during the regular season was as dominant and good as any team I've ever seen from the New York Giants. And they were about to be back-to-back champions until the uh, Plaxico Burst incident happened. And not only did it bring Plaxico Burst down, but if you remember Antonio Pierce was involved, he was the one who picked them up from the club or whatever, you know. Like, it just it felt like he was involved in it, and I think he was their heart and soul and it just it it completely ruined the team, and that team was as good as any team I've ever seen. So at least giant wise, you know. So, um, yeah, they were. I, the but I love Antonio Pierce. He, in many ways, he's the voice of that of that team uh, that won the Super Bowl. Besides Eli Manning, I mean, he was the leader of that team. He was the outspoken guy. I think he actually I'm trying to remember. He might have done a spot 
He might have had a weekly with Francesa. Or, I mean, I feel like we heard from Antonio Pierce a lot. I think it's, Antonio yeah. Pierce is one of the leaders of that team without question, and I feel like he used to be on the radio too. He definitely had a regular spot on the team at some point with the with this radio station. But, yeah, no, I'm very interested to see, and it's amazing how, you know, what a, what a small world it is that he's going to make his he's going to make his debut as as head coach of an NFL team, and who knows? It might be his only one, or it might be this this stretch of football might be the only couple of games he coaches, and it's going to start with the New York Giants. That's amazing. Yeah, man. So my original uh, reason for holding was to ask you on Joe Benigno's take: Am I crazy? Because Tiki Barber kind of backed him up, so maybe I am crazy. That if the Jets make the playoffs, Robert Sala has to be considered Coach of the Year. And I'll uh, hang up and listen, man. Have a good night. Um, yeah, are you still there, Alex? Yeah, I am. Yeah, one I more am. time. Repeat that question. I was reading something. I sorry, apologize. Sorry. sorry. Did you see Joe Benigno's take today uh, with Tiki and Evan that Robert Sala is coach of the year to him if the Jets make the playoffs? I think that's absolutely insane. I uh, think I, all right. You know what? I'll tell you what, Alex. Thank you. Uh, let, um, I'm told Fliegelman has it. I did see the clip on it, and I, I got the gist of it from reading the story, but I didn't hear the whole clip, so let's, let's hear it. Let, this is Joe... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you had it. No, I, yeah. I thought he hung up too. I said I had the question. If you needed that, okay. oh, I had the question. I'm sorry. I, uh, I can you... get it, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. No big deal. All right. So yeah, he said um, I misunderstood you. I thought you meant you had the comment. Um, yeah, I, I saw the story. Listen, I do think there is something to him having this team four and three after Aaron Rodgers going down four plays in. We talked about it all off season. That was the heart and soul of the team. He, it became his team. There were questions about, oh, is he too comfortable with the coach? If it, we might go to it. If, it is, if he's too comfortable with the coach, uh, you know, they don't, it's such a weird dynamic. You watch Hard Knocks, it's like he's the leader of the team. Like the second he decided to come on board and say he wanted to be a Jet, hell, before he even signed, when he told Pat McAfee he, he intended to play for the Jets, he immediately became the franchise. And the excitement and everything that wrapped in on it. I mean, the team is begging for Mike White last year. They're on social media trying to recruit Aaron Rodgers. They get him. He comes here. He's going to Ranger games. He's going to Nick games. He's going to Broadway shows. He's bringing Sauce Gardner with him. Like, it just felt like you're watching Hard Knocks. And the, in the defensive meetings, they're like, look at who we have as quarterback. All we have to do is play our game. This is who we have as quarterback. Like, it impacted everything of the, the, the entire franchise. And then on 9-11, on opening night, he comes running out of the tunnel with the American flag. It was like one of the coolest moments I can ever remember. He was going to lead. He was literally running out of the tunnel, and it's like he's going to lead the Jets into a new era of not this same old crap. They are going to be a dominant football team. They are going to be led by a Hall of Fame quarterback. They are going somewhere special. This is a Super Bowl team. I was never more sure of anything in my life. I was going on and on about it. They're going to the AFC Championship game. They're going to be a Super Bowl contender. And when he ran out of that tunnel, I got goosebumps. And then four plays into that game, all of that gets wiped away. And they come back and win that football game against the Bills and then go through a lull, no doubt about it. And the, the quarterback, I think, is a major problem even to this moment. But still, they've rallied back. They're 4-3. and three. They went through that gauntlet of quarterbacks and defensively did embarrass a lot of them. I don't know, completely embarrassed, but they played very well and gave most of the quarterbacks they played the toughest game of their schedule so far. 
and they've done an incredible job to be four and three. When I watch the game, do I think that Robert Sala is one of the best coaches in the NFL? I do not. When I watch the games, I don't think that. They're sloppy. They had a ton of terrible penalties defensively. I still don't trust his end of game clock management. Like, do I, when I watch the games, do I come away thinking that is a one hell of a well coached team and Robert Sala is doing an amazing job with this team? I don't. But when you zoom out and you think about overall where they are and the devastation that went into that, in, that went through that entire team four snaps into the season to be where they are now with Zach Wilson at quarterback. I think he has a case for being the best co- for winning coach of the year. I do. I think without question, I think there's a case. When I watched, but, but the problem is when I like last year when you watched the Giants play football, you knew they weren't that talented, and you knew they were playing a weak schedule. Fine, but they did have games against Baltimore, you know, before, and that was before um, what's his name got injured. Lamar Jackson got injured. That was before Lamar got injured. They beat Green Bay. You know, in London, a game down 10 points in the fourth quarter. Same thing with the Baltimore game. When you watch the Giants, they oozed well-coached. Like, they oozed it. You knew they weren't that good. You and, and it wasn't just the head coach. It was Wink, the defensive coordinator. It was Kafka, the offensive coordinator. But ultimately, you watched that team last year, and you were like, my God, this is... And, and, it, and it could be because of how terribly coached they were the previous years. But it just... That was their identity to me. Look at how well-coached the Giants are. When I watched the Jets on Sunday, when I watched them on this coming Monday, I don't think I'll leave the game, and I haven't yet, thinking, wow, that team is just well-coached. I don't get that feeling. But when you zoom out and you take a step back and you look at where they were, what happened to them four plays into their season – and where they are now with the quarterback they have, I think if you just look at it from a standpoint like that, like where I thought they would be and where they are now, and you know just whether or not the wins are ugly or they, it takes to win the turnover battle four nothing, three nothing. I understand stupid penalties. They should have lost the Giant game without question. They didn't. Was it the coach that helped them win that game? No, not necessarily. But hey, like ultimately, yeah. For them to be in the position they're in, I think he's got a case. Let me hear what um, you got something to say. I was going to say also, remember, it's a you know, one, it's a conference award, and two, yeah. it's pretty much based on expectations. So once Rodgers goes hurt, gets hurt, yeah. the Jets' expectations go in the toilet. Yep. And you know, Andy Reid is not winning Coach of the Year in the AFC. Correct. John Harbaugh is not winning Coach of the Year in the AFC. Zach no. Taylor, Sean McDermott. So Mike if McDaniel, the Jets make the playoffs, you're I looking mean, at him and you know maybe Doug Peterson if the Jaguars get the one seat. Right. I well, I mean if 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 Maybe Mike, Mike McDaniel. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. If if this if this Dolphins offense, I mean, it, yes, but it's also like a, again they look at expectations. That was a playoff I, team last year. Yeah, that they'll say just took a step with a healthy two. No, I, I understand that, but still, I mean, I mean, and not that he's like a guarantee solid, but if the Jets make the playoffs, like everything you said with where they were four plays in when Rodgers goes down, yeah, he's gonna get a lot of the votes. No, I definitely think he could. There's no doubt about it. I think he could. Um if the if the Raiders make the playoffs, it's Antonio Pierce. You gotta watch yourself. Not hundred <laughs> percent. Everybody right, so let's else see, is let's out hear, there. Let's hear if Joe uh, made a compelling case, real quick. And I'll tell you right now. Let's be honest with this too. You talk. You go back to the coach here for a second. 
and I've told him this, if this team makes the playoffs <laughs> with Zach Wilson as the quarterback, what kind of coaching job? How, I mean, he's the coach of the year. <laughs> yeah. Tiki, am I, I, no, I mean, is that I mean, crazy to say? Given where they what they lost and where the expectation was, and if they even get close to it, close to it, right. I, yeah, you have to consider it. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. That's true. There's almost no scenario we can envision where any team makes the playoffs with a quarterback worse than Zach Wilson. No. There won't be another team that makes the quarter that makes the playoffs with a quarterback worse. I, I'd be I mean, if you look at um the teams now who would be in the uh playoff picture. Like maybe that last spot in the NFC. Um You know, if the Vikings with Dobbs hold on. But I don't even know right. if I would say he's worse than Zach Wilson. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. Um, not worse. Maybe maybe not, you know, better, but not worse. You know. Um CJ Stroud already better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, Pickett. Pick I would take him over Zach. I would take him over Zach. Um Oh, I, right now there's a chance. Ritter. A, yeah, that's the one. You took it. I was just about to say Ritter is the one. If the Falcons make the playoffs, you could argue that the worst quarterback made the – I mean, that's how bad And you know what? Arthur Smith would probably win NFC Coach of the oh, Year, no but question. that doesn't stop Solver winning no, NFC. No question. You're right. No question. You're right. If they make the playoffs with Desmond Ritter, he might win uh, NFC Coach of the Year. 877-337-6666. Quick break. Two hours down. Three more to go on our five-hour midnight ride. We got the breaking news of Josh McDaniel being fired out in Vegas. Antonio Pierce taking over. We got the Jets and Giants doing nothing at the trade deadline, and we got the World Series. We also got the Knicks. We didn't talk much about the Knicks. A very comfortable win um, against Cleveland. Still struggles from Julius Randle shooting the basketball, but still they played well, and they pulled away in the second half. We can get into the Knicks if you want a little bit. And then some of the moves around the NFL and what NFC team went above and beyond to make sure that they are one of the better teams in the conference, if not the best team in the conference. We'll get to that as well. And then a trade that absolutely makes no sense.